New Year today? Who's excited for JHM? Who's excited that it's, it's Sunday? We don't have to go to school today. Woo! No one's really excited. Oh my gosh, we'll go to school tomorrow. What is up, everybody? If you guys don't know me, my name is Mark. I volunteer here. I used to be an intern over the summer, leave a seventh grade life group. What's up, boys? Okay, I think the girls can do better than that. What's up, girls? There we go, there we go. So I'm so excited. Justin, no, Kristen came up to me about a month ago and was like, hey, um, we're really good friends, right, Mark? And I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, we're friends. And she goes, well, how would you like to wrap up our last series? And, 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 and I love your guys. I think the series is called uh, Me. It's about Mark. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's about you. No, the series is about me. Really, this series is about us. It's about all the things that we go through, all the things that we struggle with. And, and, and do you guys remember the, some of the things that we learned? So the first thing that we learned was even when people don't like me, God still likes me, right? Yeah? So you guys say, even when people don't like me, God still loves me, right? And so the second one that we learned, we learned last week, is even when I don't like me, God still loves me. But what happens when we're hurt? over things we don't understand? What happens when we're hurt over things that we can't even control? What happens when we're hurt because God hurt us or when we feel like God hurt us? What happens when we're disappointed in God? And so today, we're gonna talk about how, we're gonna talk about how inside, all of us just wanna be loved, all of us just, just want other people to love us. But I think, I think sometimes, we can be hurt by things that we can't really understand. That we can be hurt over things that, that, that we can't even control. And so today, we're going to talk about what happens when our heart is broken and we don't know where to turn. Today, we're going to learn about, we're going to learn about a, we're going to hear a story about what happens when we think God hurt us. And so before I get into it, uh, I want to pray for you guys. So you guys pray with me. You want to pray? Yeah, here, go ahead and pray. Dear God, please hold us and love us for every, uh, whenever we are, di uh, whenever, whenever uh, one of our friends or family member dies, and it's a hard life, but you still love us. Amen. Amen. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Give that guy a round of applause. Here we go. All right. So I'm going to tell you guys a story. So does it, raise your hand, do you guys know the story of Lazarus? You guys, raise your hand if you know who Lazarus was. There you go. Raise your hand, raise your hand high. Who doesn't know what they is? Who doesn't know who Lazarus is? Say, I don't know. If you don't know who Lazarus say, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so that's really cool because we're going to talk about something really cool about Lazarus' story. We're going to talk about Lazarus' sister, Mary. So you guys have your Bibles. Can you guys open up to John chapter 11, verses 28 through 37? And while you're turning there, I'm going to give you guys a little background. So, yeah, so it's page 1059 in your red Bibles. So here's a little bit of background. So Jesus has these amazing friends, his disciples. Jesus has these friends that, that live, in this, live in this home. And, and one of his friends is named Lazarus. And so, if you guys can listen. And so when Jesus is out ministering to his people, he hears that his friend Lazarus is sick. He hears that his friend Lazarus is going to die. But instead of going to where Lazarus lives, Jesus waits two days. And so this is a story about Jesus coming to Lazarus' home, finding him dead, 
and finding Martha and Mary, his two sisters, finding them hurt, disappointed, finding their hearts broken, and finding them confused and upset. So this is a story about Lazarus' sister, Mary. So start with me in verse 28. So in verse 28, it says, After she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here, she said, and is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to be at the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and, died, and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along her were also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? See, what's really interesting is, is we see that Mary stays home. And if you, guys, if you guys remember the background that I gave you, Martha, right when Jesus came into the town, Martha went out to meet Jesus. But Mary stayed home. Mary stayed home. But in the moment that Mary heard that Jesus was near, she runs out and says, Jesus, oh my, if only you got here sooner. If only you got here sooner, my brother wouldn't have died. And if you guys read the passage a little bit closely, you notice that Lazarus has been dead for four days. Like, this guy is dead dead. Like, smells like Jason's car dead. Like, like he is dead as dead could be. And Mary goes out and says, Jesus, if, if only you were here, my brother wouldn't have died. If only, if only you'd come a little bit sooner, if only you would have did something, I wouldn't be in this. And so I tried to, I tried to explain how Mary, like how could you explain how Mary was feeling? She was, she was confused, she was upset, she thought Jesus let her down. And so I found this video that might help in explaining. So can you guys... To put your attention to the screen, I found this cool video on YouTube that might explain how she could have felt. Peekaboo! Here you go again. Ganny? Peekaboo! Ganny? Oh, Peekaboo! Okay, I'll be right back, okay? Okay, right back. Okay. Hold on, let me see your hands. Where are your hands? Okay. Ready? We're, we're good. You hold it, stop it then. Ready, peekaboo? Ready? Peekaboo! Peekaboo! <laughs> Where's daddy? Peekaboo! Come <laughs> oh. here, sweetie. Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh my gosh. Hi. <laughs> Look at her face. She's just so scared. <laughs> oh. It's daddy. 
All right. <laughs> so if you can just imagine what that baby is feeling, one moment, like, her dad has a beard, dad looks great, dad has a fluffy beard, I sleep with dad's beard, it's awesome, and next minute, the beard is gone, and she's like, wait, what? What, what happened? No, 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 no. And she's con- the baby's confused. The baby doesn't understand what's going on. The baby starts crying, and she's upset, and she's confused. She's like, Dad, why did you shave your beard? <laughs> yeah, I thought, Dad, I thought, I thought you were my dad. And that's how I think Mary felt. And that's, why, that, that's what I think Mary felt. Mary was confused, like, Jesus, this was the guy that was supposed to save everyone. This is the guy that could heal people. Jesus, why didn't you save my brother? Why didn't you help him? Aren't you supposed to be our savior? Aren't you supposed to be God? And she's confused, and she's upset, and she's heartbroken. I think that sometimes we can feel the same way. See, here's the first point I want to make. When I can't understand what happens, God wants to understand what I'm feeling. When I don't understand what happens, God wants to understand what I'm feeling. See, Mary was in the most, like, losing a loved one. She was in the most amount of confusion. She had the most amount of pain, most amount of hurt. Her heart was shattered. And what does she want to go do? When everything in the world does not make sense, when she can't understand what's happening, you know what she really wants? She just wants to understand, she just wants someone to understand how she's feeling. And I think that's where we are sometimes. When we can't understand why everyone bullies us at school, when we can't understand why I can't make the football team, when I can't understand why I keep failing this class, when I can't understand why my mom and my dad are yelling at me, sometimes I feel like I just want someone to understand how I'm feeling. And that's exactly what God does. That's exactly what God does. If you look in verse 33, It says, he was deeply moved in spirit and in trouble. And what's really cool is when I went to go translate that passage, you know what that means to be deeply moved? What it really means is is Jesus got angry. Jesus got angry. And then what's even cooler is the shortest verse in the Bible shows Jesus' heart. You look at verse 35. It's literally two words. Jesus wept. We see that Jesus not only tries to understand Mary, if you notice, he doesn't even say a thing. Mary just comes up to her and she's hurt and she's upset and she's disappointed and she's just spilling out all her emotions of Jesus. And I can just imagine Jesus going, and just putting a hand on her back and just listening. And he's angry because Mary is angry. Mary's angry that Jesus didn't come through. Mary's angry that, she, that, that, that Lazarus died. Mary's angry because she doesn't understand. And Mary's upset. And you know what Jesus said? Jesus cries. So Jesus not only understands how we're feeling, he feels it too. Because that's how much he cares about us. 
So when we're confused about how we feel, when we're confused about what is happening, when we don't get why we're heartbroken, when we don't understand why we're hurt, understand that Jesus understands you. Jesus has felt what you're feeling. See, one of the most interesting things in this story is that God says one of the craziest things I've ever heard. He says, show me where Lazarus is. Show me where you guys put him. And so here's the second point. When I'm in pain, show Jesus where it hurts. When I'm in pain, show Jesus where it hurts. See, after Mary is done telling telling Jesus how bad she's hurting, how bad she's upset, how bad she's disappointed, God says, show me where he is. Show me where it hurts. See, I think Mary just wanted Jesus to come earlier so she could heal him. But what if Jesus came to resurrect him? See, I think when, when I think about what it means to talk about the things that hurt us most, what it means to talk about the things that we can't understand, I compare it to fixing a wound. See, um, a, couple, a couple weeks ago, I sprained my ankle playing basketball, and I came down on it, and, and I had my girlfriend say, she's like, okay, hon, we have to put ice on it, we have to wrap it up, but I didn't want anyone to touch it. I was like, no, 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 don't touch it, don't touch it, I'll just tough it out, I got it, I can do it, and I'm sitting there trying to walk up the stairs, and I didn't want anyone to help me. Don't, no, 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 don't touch it, no, Aaron, don't touch it, don't touch it. And I think that's what we deal with when we talk about what hurts in our lives. We think that people won't understand how we're feeling. Not even our friends, not the people at school, not even my parents, not even my pastor will understand. I don't want to talk about it. But what does Jesus say? Mary, show me where it hurts. Show me where you put him. I want to do, I want to heal you. I want to heal. And when we show somebody where, where it hurts sometimes, it can hurt even more. When I showed Erin my, my practically broken foot, it hurt really bad. And when she dressed it in the wrap, when she put ice on it, it hurt. But eventually it got better. And that's what Jesus wants with you. See, what if rather than praying for God to understand us, what if we prayed for even a bolder thing? What if we asked God to be in the place where it hurts? God, I, I understand why... Why, why people don't understand. I don't understand why, why I'm in so much pain. I don't understand why I keep getting bullied every time I go to school. I don't understand why my mom and dad keep yelling. But God, I just want you to be here. I want, I want you to heal this. I want you to, I want you to, I'm showing you where it hurts, God, please. What if that's the prayer that God wants? See, Lazarus was dead. No one wanted to touch him. Mary didn't even want to go to the tomb. She was at home. She, wanted to be, she didn't want to be anywhere near Lazarus. And God says, no, we got to go back. Because you don't even know what I'm going to do. I want to do something that you can't even imagine. So when we're in pain, we need to show Jesus where it hurts. 
because that's when he could do the impossible. That's when he can do something that we can ne- could have never imagined. See, I think the biggest fear when we're hurt is that we're going to go through it alone. See, if, like, if you guys remember the video, the moment the, the, moment the, the baby thought it wasn't his father, the moment the baby was hurt, what did she do? Who is she reaching for? Her mom. She didn't want to be alone. And I think that's where we are sometimes. When we think nobody can understand, when we think no one can feel what we're feeling, we think we're going to be alone. So I went, I went through one of the hardest things in my life this past October. Um, and uh, there's going to be a picture up here that can kind of explain it. So uh, that really handsome man on the left is uh, my father. And I don't know what's that on the left. Or wait, sorry. My father's on the right. I'm on the left. Sorry, just sorry that joke didn't go well. Um, <laughs> but... Last October, um, my father passed away. And uh, he passed away from liver cancer that he was fighting for three years. And um, after he died, um, it was probably the hardest time in my life because I didn't know anyone who felt what I was feeling. I thought that, you know, no, I'm, I'm the man of the house now. I got to be strong I, I can't feel these emotions. No, 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 no. No one understands, so you know what? I got to be strong. Because no one's going to be there for me. I, I have to be strong. No, 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 no. And sometimes even numb the pains. Like, I don't even want to feel. No, no, no. I have no time to feel hurt. I can't feel disappointed. I can't feel the pain. I need to be strong. I need to man up. Because you know what? Deep down inside, I felt like I was going to be alone. Dad, I can't be, I can't, Dad, why did you leave? I can't be the man you want me to. I can't be a man at, I can't do this. I can't be you. I can't do this, Dad. I'm too young. I can't. But you know what happens when we're brokenhearted? You know what happens? God actually gets closer. So that's the, that's, that's the big theme for this weekend is when my heart is broken, God never leaves me. But what's even better than that, when my heart is broken, God gets closer. God gets closer when you're heartbroken. Because why, why did he go and see Mary? He said, the moment Lazarus died, the moment he came into the village, he said, Martha, go get Mary. I need to comfort her. I need to be with her, Martha. So he goes to, to meet Mary at the home. And when I was hurt, And when my father passed away, you know who he gave me? He gave me Aaron. He gave me Paige. He gave me Jess. He gave me Jason. He gave me Justin. He gave me all my friends in my life group to tell me, Mark, I'm not leaving you. I love you, and I see you and understand what you're feeling. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. You don't have to do this alone. And that's what I want all you to remember. And here's a memory verse that I found in Psalm. Could you put that memory verse up there? The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And so I want you guys to remember this. 
anytime you feel like you can't talk about how, what, what's hurting you, when you feel like no one understands the pain that, you, that you're going through, that no one can understand what it's like to be a teenager in Orange County, I want you to understand that Jesus does. Jesus does. He understands what you're feeling. He wants to feel what you're feeling. He wants to heal you. He wants to know where it hurts so we could heal that. He wants to understand where it hurts. So I'm going to leave you guys with this. The next time you're brokenhearted, the next time you feel like no one understands, the next time you can't even talk about what it's like to live your life, I want you guys to pray the bold prayer of asking God into that. Ask God to step in and heal you. So the worship team is going to come on up and we're going to play one more song. And, and, and for this last song, I want you just guys to, just when you're praying, when you're worshiping, just to think about where in your life can you ask God to step in and heal you? Where in your life have you been, have you been believing that God left? Because God never left. He just wants you to tell him where it hurts.
I started to think about how could we remember that more. And if you guys look in the bottom left right there, it's Matthew 5. And the first couple verses of Matthew, I just want just to go through that. And it's called something, it's called the Beatitudes. And here God is talking to the disciples and he says, look, the, 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 the hurt people, they're going to be comforted. The people who are meek, they're going to get everything. And this, at this point, God is literally telling his disciples that he will be there for them, that he's going to provide for them in every single way. So when you guys get a chance, go ahead and read Matthew 5. 
And another thing I want you guys to think about is what it's like to be heartbroken. And what it's like when you're heartbroken, how easy it is for you to feel alone. Um, and I think it's really cool is that you guys have such an amazing opportunity to help love people and help serve people with the canned food drive and the change drive. You know, so many people in Orange County, so many people in the community, you know, they're heartbroken. They feel like they're, they, they don't have enough food. They feel like they're not going to get enough. But you guys, you junior high students here at Mariners have an opportunity to help them and to show them that they're not alone. You can help help what Jesus is doing in their lives, and you can help provide for them. So make sure to bring cans and make sure to, to bring change. And before you guys to break out into breakout groups, um, can I pray for you guys? God, you, you say that you're close to us when we're brokenhearted. And God, sometimes when we're afraid, sometimes when we're hurt, that's harder to believe. But I pray you give everyone the courage, the courage to be fearless and the courage to withstand the pain and the courage to pray that bold prayer of God, I need you. God, please heal me. So I pray that as, as, as these students step out into the schools, into their homes, into the community, that you continue to show them that you are always there for them. I pray this in your name. Amen.